Miracles with Mommy Linda. Miracles that happen all the time. You know, I have an app on my phone that I keep track of them because there are so many things that happen that are miraculous. It's very difficult to keep up with them. But I want to tell you about something that I love how when we're praying about something, and then you actually tie it to the exact moment. Have you ever had that happen? I want to, um, first of all, thank you for coming and listening. But I would love for you, if you're listening on our YouTube channel, I'd really love for you to engage with us and comment below, especially if anything like this has ever happened to you. And if you're listening on one of the amazing television stations that we're on, please reach out to us through Love Him lovethem.org. You can also find on there some of the other things that we do, and you'll understand why we get to be involved in so many miracles. And you can too. I want to invite you to get our brand new book called Miracles with Mommy Linda. I can guarantee you that it will inspire you and it will grow your faith because you will also want to be able to be used as an instrument that God can search and find you to be able to use you to help others. So this uh, story comes from, we brought 30 children from one of our orphanages in Haiti here to America as the Haitian Orphan Children's Choir. And after that, 22 of those 30 children had the opportunity to stay here in the United States. They're here on student visas. And while they were here, some of them are growing up now. We have them from age 12 to juniors in college. And so they wanted to start working. Praise God. That's great. We need them working. And so, you know, for you guys, you're like, well, just send them to McDonald's, send them to Chick-fil-A, go let them sell some Christian chicken. But when you're here on a visa, especially a student visa, there's certain procedures that you have to follow to be able to get work permits and and different things. So we found this amazing attorney uh, in Shambly, Georgia, and it's an entire Haitian run uh, law firm, which is kind of bizarre that we were able to find that. And so one day I had to go back to the to the law firm to, to be able, I think, take passport pictures or something that we were doing as far, part of the process. It's a pretty drawn out process and we're doing it for 12 of the kids at one time. So it makes it even longer. And so while I was there at right exactly at 12 noon, I didn't know this, but at 12 noon every day, they stop whatever they're doing and they go into their boardroom, their conference room, and they pray. And so I happened to be there that day, and it was like 11.50, 11.55, and the lady that was working with me, she said, um, I'll have to excuse myself for just a moment. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she she walked, walked out of the room, and then she came back in, and she said, Mommy Linda, would you like to come? She said, we're going to pray. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I walk up with her, and we go, I go into this boardroom. Oh, my goodness. There must have been maybe 25, 30 people. And they were all standing around the, the conference room table in the boardroom. And so they, I felt like I was in Haiti. It was the most amazing thing. So everybody starts, they started off by singing praise and worship songs. And so such a sense of, of the Holy Spirit in that particular boardroom. And so they asked me, they said, Linda, do you want to pray? And so before I prayed, I just shared with them that, the situation that we were in currently in the country of Haiti was that we were in complete civil unrest. But now I'm talking to people who know, right, because they have family members there. I'm not sharing news. I'm just reminding them of what's happening. And I said, and our big, big problem right now is we have a container of food that is stuck in port. So we're going on day 25 of two of our locations not having food. 
for our orphanages, for the kids in our schools. I said, and we've been trying to to go here and there to bring food in, but we've got the food there. We just can't get it through because the gangs are blocking the roads. So if we did try to take the, the truck through, they would kidnap the vehicle, kidnap the driver, take the food, et cetera. I said, so we really need those roads to open. And I no longer had that had voiced that out of my mouth. And one of the ladies started praying and they were praying in Creole. I mean, and you know, you talk about speaking in tongues and really tongues are a different language, right? So sometimes when you're in a room, they weren't speaking in, there were tongues to me because I didn't know what they were saying. But sometimes I don't know, I don't know what that is with the Holy Spirit because, you know, God understands it. They understood it. But I didn't understand it, and yet I did understand it. Such a beautiful, beautiful thing to think. And it also sort of alleviates your mind because you can just sort of concentrate on God. So they were praying, and um, we were in there from 12 to I think it was 1240, if I remember correctly when I looked. So I went back downstairs, and uh, after after the prayer time, went back down. Which, can you imagine that, first of all? <laughs> Does your company stop for 40 minutes in the middle of your day to pray? Um, I just wonder how different uh, a lot of businesses would be if that actually occurred. I wonder how different our ministry would be if we stopped every day for 40, to, 40 minutes with uh, and literally prayed. But anyways, that's a side note. So I went down, finished the paperwork, and I went back out to my car. And I had, for whatever reason, left my phone in the car that time. And I pull out my phone, and I, I should have written this down now. And there's a text literally at 12, I want to say it was at 1220. And it says, Mommy Linda, miracle has happened. We can't explain it and we don't know why, but the gangs have opened up the roads and are allowing our food to go through. And I was like, 1220, 1220. That's when we were in there praying about it. And I'm in my car looking at it and I'm, I just, I'm like, oh my gosh, God just answered our prayer. And, not, and they didn't, I mean, they didn't know we were praying. They, they just said a miracle happened. So I go running back into the office and I go, st- I go storming down the steps into the lady's little, she has a little corridor. And I was like, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. They just opened. Well, actually, I was yelling it through the whole office, which I know they think I'm crazy anyways. They're just like, oh, it's just mommy Linda. And so I go, I said, I've got to go tell the specific person that actually prayed for it. And so I walked downstairs and found her corridor. And I was like, they opened the roads. The gangs have opened the roads. It's a miracle. And she looks up, which this happens so often. She looks up and says, are you serious? (laughs) Really? Isn't it insane how, bless God's heart, he must just be like, my poor kids, they just don't get it, right? I tell them if they'll just pray, if they'll have faith of a mustard seed, if they'll just believe. And I think sometimes he's like, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and give them this one. Because obviously, did she believe that was really going to happen? But you know what? Somebody in that room believed it. Somebody in that room believed. And they knew that with the unity, oh, I'm learning so much about unity. That's probably exactly why God did that, because there was a group of people in that room. We were unified. You know what we were unified about? One God, one Holy Spirit, and we knew we needed God to come through, right? And so in that moment, we were completely unified, and it must have been right at 1220 that we were unified, and that's when God said, you know what? I'm going to bless those kids, and I'm going to open that up. So Wow. (laughs) 
I love whenever we can actually just pinpoint that second in time when our heavenly father has his ears open to those of us who are crying out. And we were crying out. We were crying out for him to help us and for him to deliver and to answer our prayer. And he did. Like right away, he did. It was an unbelievable miracle. The uh, the truck that we that we had taken the food off of the container because we knew it was going to be too obvious uh, for the gangs to do that. But they just opened up the roads and it was literally even on the radio that the roads were opened miraculously for others to get through. What what is it right now? The miracle that you need. Who, who do you know that is also unified and that wants what you want as bad as you want it, that also believes what you believe. You know, I, I always can't help but think about those guys. And I hate that they don't tell us their names. The ones that cut the hole in the ceiling and brought their friend, that's all we know. It just says the guys and their friend. But when Jesus looked up and he said, oh, <laughs> He didn't even ask him what was wrong. He didn't even say, where are you guys from? Who are you? He just looked up and he goes, oh, your faith has healed you. Right? Do you need to cut a hole in a roof somewhere? Do you need a a road open somewhere? What do you need? Because I'm telling you, God is a miracle working God. I don't know what he's waiting for in your life to have happen. But the way he opened up those roads at that moment, I think it was our faith and our unity in that room. Just just know that God wants to perform a miracle in your life. You just need to love Him and love them.